You're listening to From the Front Row with Letitia Cotto, a podcast for those who want to take center stage in their lives. I'm your MC and number one fan, Letitia Cotto, master life coach, motivational speaker, and Maven Mama. I'm here to show you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams by teaching you how to tap into your innate brilliance and worthiness. If you're ready to let go of what no longer serves you and step into the highest version of yourself, you're in the right place. Let's get it poppin'. Hey there, honey bunny. It's your girl, Letitia Cotto, and I'm coming at you live from the front row, teaching you how to love yourself into the life of your dreams. We are going to have a great time today. You're going to learn a lot, and then you're going to go out there and live a lot in only the way that you can. I speak it, I believe it, and I receive it. Now, as per usual, uh, before we jump into today's episode, let's go over some announcements and housekeeping because I am tapping into my inner high schooler right now and I am like on the overhead speaker. You're in English class and here I am telling you what's going on. I'm giving you the 411. All right. Number one, today I'm going to be sharing with you one of the principal tenants I'm teaching in the latest module of my monthly membership program, The Red Carpet Collective. So if you like what you hear in this episode, please try out The Red Carpet Collective one month free on me. That's how VIP you are. So head over to the podcast page for today's episode where I have dropped the details on how to redeem this awesome offer. I can't wait to see you on the red carpet. Number two. Don't forget to download the free worksheet that goes along with this episode so that you can take notes. Taking notes in your own handwriting has been proven to be very beneficial to you because it elevates and uplifts certain parts of the brain. It stimulates the area associated with healing, with memory retention, with all sorts of good stuff. So writing stuff down in your own handwriting, super powerful, especially when it comes to what you want to do in your life. So please keep track of your tremendo aha moments and write down how you're going to apply what you learn in this episode to your everyday life. Number three, I always invite you to keep an open heart and an open mind. You may hear things that you've heard before, and that's wonderful. Instead of kind of approaching it like, oh yeah, I already know that, whatever, ask yourself, how can I experience this information in a new way? Because if you're hearing the same messages over and over in different areas of your life, that really is God trying to speak to you. So the question becomes, are you going to sit down and listen? I always say, take everything I say with a grain of salt. Really try it on for size, like see if it works for you. And if it does, amen. If it don't, Amen. At the end of the day, this is your life. And I 100% believe in your ability to create a life and a belief system that feels good to you. 
Number four, today's episode is being recorded at Waco Work here in Waco, Texas, which means we may have an ambiance of productivity. Uh, I never know what's going to happen when I press record, and I always say that that really is a metaphor for life. If you're waiting for the perfect conditions, the perfect circumstances to get something started, you're literally going to be waiting forever because nothing is ever perfect. You start walking the path, and then the path appears to you, and I truly do believe that, and I model that with the podcast. Plus, I want y'all to know I'm a real person. Like Stuff happens. People walk by. uh, They're doing construction next door, so you could hear a saw. Uh, I may cough. You know, you just, you got to roll with it, right? (laughs) Number five, the title of today's episode is a lyric from Otis Redding's classic, Try a Little Tenderness. When I think of this song, I think of... um, Is it Pretty in Pink with Molly Ringwald where uh, Ducky is in a record store and he just does this epic performance and he's like all over the place and you see the records and he's like lip syncing. I love, even to this day, that's one of like my favorite parts of a movie. I wanted to be Annie Potts owning that record store with all the records up on the walls and the ceiling. Um, That's what I think of when I think of... Otis Redding's Try a Little Tenderness. Okay, tremendo tangent over. Let's get into it. Today, I'm going to talk to you about what to do when self-love feels hard. So a little bit about my self-love journey. If you've been rocking with me for a while, you've probably heard this. um, But for those of you who are new to the podcast, I had my own tremendo aha moment when my daughter Lyric was born back in 2017. And her arrival into my life really opened my eyes and made me realize how much of the love that I gave out to others and and gave to myself and the love that I allowed myself to receive from others and, and from myself was really conditional. So it was based on whether or not I was meeting certain requirements or people in my life, loved ones in my life were meeting certain requirements uh, or if I was hitting, you know, certain milestones of success. Right. Like I had like checklists. And the funny thing is, I didn't realize that that's what I was doing until uh, she was born, because for the first time in my life, I felt this feeling of unconditional love. Unconditional love, if you've never felt it before, it is a real thing. Um, you know, the the funny thing about me, you know, I always make up little songs and, and little rhymes for lyric. And one of them is, I love you when you're happy. I love you when you're sad. I love you when you're silly. And I love you when you're mad. Mommy loves you no matter what. And I sing this to her um, very, pretty much every day, multiple times a day. And my hope is that her hearing that from me uh, lets her know that she has full permission to be herself, which she absolutely is with me. And she has full permission to feel her feelings and live her life. And that mommy's right here loving her always. Now, we may not always see eye to eye. And real talk, she's only two. And even now, we rarely see eye to eye. Um, But that will never change how much I love her and how much I will always be praying for her highest good. 
And so her arrival into my life really gave me access to this feeling of unconditional love. And when you have unconditional love in your life, you quickly realize all the other love that you thought you had experienced, um, given and received. If it's not truly unconditional love, you now have a gauge. And so that's honestly what happened to me is that having her really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And, you know, by loving her the way that I do, I realized that I really did not feel that way about myself. And so that's really what set me on this journey of self-love and exploring what self-love is and what it means and looks like in my own life. So right now in the Red Carpet Collective, as I mentioned earlier, um, I'm teaching um, new modules every month. And right now I'm really focused on the ADORE method. And the ADORE method is my five-step method for self-love. So it's an acronym because I absolutely love acronyms. So A is for acknowledge your past. D is for decide to change. O is for operate with loving kindness. Uh, R is for respect your boundaries. And E is for explore your joy. And right now we are in the O is for operating with loving kindness module. And so in this module, I break down, you know, all of the reasons why you're so hard on yourself. You know, where did that tendency come from? Because I can tell you as a mom of a toddler, and I have seen her from the moment she came into this world, that tendency of being hard on yourself is absolutely a learned behavior. It is a learned response because I've seen someone at the very beginning of their life And she does not uh, judge herself. She does not um, self-edit. She doesn't worry or fear or doubt. She believes in herself completely. Um, And she advocates for herself. So when you're crossing a boundary with her, she'll be like, stop it, mommy. (laughs) Uh, She lets you know she speaks up for herself. And so in seeing her do that, And also seeing her, she's been in daycare uh, for almost two months now, and just seeing sort of the little differences, the little shifts in behavior, in um, language that she's picked up from the other little kids at daycare, um, it's been amazing to see how at the beginning of our lives, we really are like little computers that are programmed. And so that tendency of being hard on yourself is not something that you were born with. And I absolutely have seen that with my own daughter. So we talk about the reasons why you're so hard on yourself. Uh, We talk about the eight ingredients of loving kindness. And these are specific tools and actions that you implement daily to cultivate loving kindness. And I share um, the one practice that helps me get through the tough days because real talk, there are still tough days for me. I'm I'm human and I try to be very real and transparent with stuff and, and with stuff that's going on in my life. And, you know, I still struggle. Uh, oftentimes when I am in my stress response, like I feel stressed out and overwhelmed, I will often revert back to negative patterns and I still have obstacles and challenges that I'm facing. And 
so I'm, I, I try to be very real about those things because I never want you to, you know, put me on a pedestal or be like, ah, oh, Letitia thinks she ought to, she got it all figured out. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm walking this path with you and I'm sharing with you the insight, the training, the experiences that have been helpful to me on my own journey. And that really is my, um, my aim in, in doing all of this and, and sharing all of this with you. Um, so in this module, I do share the one practice that helps me navigate those days when the poo hits the roof. And I also explain why it's when the poo hits the roof and not the fan. And spoiler alert, you can thank my abuela for that one, (laughs) when the poo hits the roof. So uh, today I want to share with you uh, my thoughts on why I believe loving kindness is so important on your self-love journey. So in 2014, Drake, Drake released this song called Zero to 100, where he, he raps about, you know, I go zero to 100 real quick, real quick. And when I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you in this episode, that song for some reason popped into my head and I was like, yeah, when it comes to uh, self-love, I am not a zero to 100 person, meaning it didn't happen overnight, you know, like a, a quick snap of the finger for me. I did not go zero to 100. Uh, in fact, it's been more of like a zero to 10 and a 10 to 15 and maybe a 15 to 25. In other words, it's been a really slow ramp for me. And even right now, I'm not at 100. You know, I, I kind of I see self-love more as a spectrum And we're like the ocean and we're just kind of always ebbing and flowing on this spectrum. So there are going to be days where it's easier for you to connect to your own self-love. And then there are going to be days where it's not so easy and and it is more of an ebb and flow and it's more of a spectrum uh, and identifying where you are on that spectrum as opposed to a one and done. Here's your self-love certificate. You love yourself all right, now we can all go home. I don't think it works like that. And I can remember when I first started to tinker with this concept of self-love, I felt a lot of resistance to it. Um, And I don't know if that's happened to you. Let me know, like drop a comment. Let me know if you've ever felt resistance when it comes to this idea of self-love. I think for me specifically, it was like, you know, this feels silly. It feels narcissistic, selfish, and, and a waste of time. And I can also remember thinking, you know, I'm too flawed and and I keep messing up and making mistakes. So I'm not really certain if if I deserve to love myself unconditionally. You know, I'm a hot mess. Um, And then I, I also found myself thinking, how is this really helping my life? Like, should I, shouldn't I be focusing on how to be more productive, how to make the most amount of money, how to be, you know, a better mom? Like what's the best swaddling technique, right? Um, basically how to do anything else other than what I'm being called to explore right now. It was like, no, I don't, I, I should be doing something else. When in fact, you know, everything that is coming up in your life, it's for a reason. And for me, it was self-love and really noodling on how do I really feel about myself? Why do I feel that way? Where did that come from? And where do I go from here? And so in that moment, it just felt really hard to authentically, like to be truthful 
in saying I love myself and I accept myself. Like I would say it because, you know, a huge, huge proponent or advocate for Louise Hay's book, You Can Heal Your Life. And she talks about saying that affirmation, I love and accept myself. And she says, you know, stand in front of a mirror, look at yourself while you're saying it and notice what's coming up for you. And for me, when I did that, it, it was a lot of resistance and like, oh my God, you know, this feels fake. This is not real. I don't feel this way. Um, and I realized, you know, listen, after years of judging myself, years of punishing myself for not being perfect, you know, bashing myself with my self-talk, sabotaging myself, you know, all of the things that we do when we don't know our worth or the value um, that we have, the innate value that we have, because we're miracles. Um, and I say miracles because if you truly understood the gorgeously designed machine that your body is, if you truly understood your purpose in life, and if you truly understood just how much of a child of God you are, it would blow your mind, right? And and I think a lot of the things that that you're struggling with would dissipate in that realization of just how important and how amazing and how unique and how you've been brought here to contribute to this life. Um, I, I do think that there would be a, a huge shift. Anywho, I, but I realized that for me, I wasn't a light switch. Like I'm not, you know, like, oh, let me flip the switch on. And now, now I'm fully bought into the self-love stuff. I love myself. Yay. That, that wasn't my experience. <laughs> it was, it was more like hitting a brick wall. <laughs> uh, so frustrating and, and feeling defeated because it's like, why am I not getting this? Like, why am I not, you know, a graduate of self-love studies yet? Like, why am I still having issues with this? And, you know, I began judging myself for judging myself and bashing myself for bashing myself, right? Like, you shouldn't be talking to yourself like that. But that's just another form of of talking to myself like that, if, if that makes sense. And I realize now that I had to go through that block and that resistance because it helped me to formulate the concept of O is for operate with loving kindness. You see, when self-love feels hard, and I don't care who you are, it happens to everyone, and it happens you know, throughout our life because we're human. There are times that we mess up, we make mistakes, we fall short, we don't get it right. Um, and in those moments when those things are happening, that's not a reason to give up on all of the beautiful work you're doing. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times it's like, oh, I messed up. Let me throw in the towel. Let me stick a fork in it. I'm done. Um, not at all. Like in those moments where you're having a hard time looking at yourself in the mirror, you know, when you're wondering what you're doing wrong, like I, I thought I was doing everything right. What am I doing wrong? Uh, when it isn't coming together, when you've messed up yet again, instead of giving yourself this mission, this, you know, and it feels like an impossible mission of loving yourself, um, I want you to consider shifting the focus to loving kindness. So I believe that loving kindness is the vehicle we use to cultivate self-love in our lives. 
And I'm a huge fan of looking up definitions for words, especially words that I already think that I know what they mean. So I looked up loving kindness and on Google, it's defined as tenderness and consideration toward others. You know, tenderness meaning gentleness and kindness and consideration meaning careful thought, typically over a period of time. And I've, I've really made loving kindness a huge part of my self-love practice because instead of giving myself a task that often seems impossible and, and it feels really hard, I'm simply focused on being intentionally kind and considerate you know, toward myself. And I recently did a video that I shared with the Honey Bunny Inner Circle, which is my gorgeous gang of go-getters. Insert shameless plug here. If you're not a member, you need to be. And I will drop the details um, on the podcast page for today's episode. It's free and it's empowering. So come and get these blessings. Uh, Shameless plug over. Back to business. Um, So I did this video for the HBIC And I introduced the concept of no matter what. And I do teach that in uh, the Red Carpet Collective. And this is a concept that Lyric has shown me. And it's this concept of no matter what. I deserve loving kindness no matter what. And I want you to take that affirmation and run with it, honey. Plaster your entire life with that affirmation. I deserve loving kindness no matter what. Because here's the truth. Even at your lowest, even on your worst day, even when you're not living your best life, you still deserve loving kindness. You know, even if you completely botched the marketing meeting, if you gained 10 pounds, if you opened your mouth and completely inserted your entire foot, no matter what, you deserve loving kindness. So say that with me, no matter what. Okay, one more time for good measure, no matter what. Now, if this is hard for you and if it brings up resistance, that's okay. And believe me, I'm right there with you. I completely get it. These things take time. Um, A fun fact about me, I did Tybo, uh, Billy Blanks Tybo, shout out Billy Blanks. Uh, I did Tybo from, I think, junior year in high school to like, sophomore year in college. So about four, a period of four to five years, did it consistently, these 30 minute daily workouts. And one of the things that Billy Blanks always said that has just always stayed with me, um, he would say, it took time for you to get out of shape and it's going to take time for you to get into into shape. And for some reason, that's just always made complete sense to me. And it's something that I remind myself of when I'm doing something new or challenging or different, or I'm trying to change a pattern that I've always had is that, Hey, it took time for that to develop. And it's going to take time for you to develop something else. So give yourself time. And when I think of loving kindness, I think of Nayida Wahid's poem. And, and in this poem, she writes, be softer with you. You are a breathing thing a memory to someone, a home to a life. And when I read that, and and even now when I read it, it's like an invitation to soften, to slow down, and to try a little tenderness. 
uh, instead of my default mode, which has always been pushing, you know, push, push, push and strive and, and, and punish yourself when you don't, you know, land the mark, you know, that, that default mode, it doesn't feel good. And if that's your default mode, I want you to know that you deserve better than that. And, and that is the truth. You know, God did not bring you here so that you could spend your entire life worrying and doubting and second guessing yourself. Nah, you, you were brought here to live a beautiful life in only the way that you can in your unique expression during the time that you're on this planet, you know, to experience breathtaking love. And I truly believe that breathtaking love always starts with the love you give yourself because you set the tone for every experience, every relationship that you have in your life. It all starts with the experience and the relationship that you're having with yourself. Um, And is that in alignment with who you are to God? And if it feels tough at first, Take it down a notch. You know, this whole self-love thing, uh, it doesn't have to be this grandiose feeling or expression. Nah, shift your focus to loving kindness because what's going to happen is your acts of loving kindness uh, towards yourself, they're going to create new neural pathways in your brain. And over time, those neural pathways that you're creating in your brain become your new default mode. And they're going to manifest into gorgeous self-love that feels authentic. It feels strong. It feels unconditional. And the way that you do that is through consistent acts of loving kindness that you show yourself day in and day out. Um, And I really do. I believe that for you and I bless your self-love journey. And I want you to know that you are so very precious and needed in this world. You know, I know that there's a lot of uncertainty and and you may not be where you want to be or where you thought you'd end up at this point in your life. And there is absolutely some goodness here, right here, right now in your life. If you'll only take a moment to really seek it. Because if you seek it, you will find it. Now it's your turn. Head over to the podcast page for today's episode and leave a comment. I really do love hearing from y'all. It's a, it's a surreal experience because when I record, it's literally just me in a room (laughs) by myself. And I'm, you know, I got my little setup and I'm, I'm talking into this mic. Uh, And it feels like sending out messages in a bottle, like from the middle of the ocean. So it's like, okay, I'm sending out this message. Is anybody going to get it? So when y'all comment uh, or y'all email me, it really lets me know that someone is receiving them. And so it's it's just a beautiful feeling. And I'm I'm so grateful when y'all do that. I'm cheering for you. Like, love is your whole happiness. (laughs) Like love is your whole happiness. From the front row, Letitia. From the bottom of my heart, I thank you for rocking with me today. Make sure and subscribe so that you don't miss out on all this goodness. If you love this episode, leave a glowing review on iTunes and share with a friend. 
Don't forget, the show don't stop here, honey bunny. Join me over at LetitiaCotto.com or find me on Instagram and Pinterest at I am Letitia Cotto. You'll find uplifting quotes, life-changing tips and tricks, and a whole lot of inspiration. It's an honor to support you from the front row.